Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney Magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. We are more than we are. We are one. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guests, Bethany Bates and Joe Garrett, to the show. Welcome, you two. Hello. I'm really excited to have you both on the show. It's it's we don't really have a lot of YouTubers on the show, but again, that's another extension of the Disney Company. But YouTube is such a big thing now, and I'm so glad we could have you both on the show because we've both admired one another from afar, and it's so wonderful to now you know, you guys listen to my interviews and I watch your show, so now combining forces for an interview so thank you so much for doing this. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's great fun to to jump on. Like we've kinda no, it's kind of weird. We've known each other for a while without actually speaking, just from like, you know, social media, kind of we've just been <laughs> liking each other things. And just when one person posts about Disney, we just comment on it. And so it's kind of nice to, you know, we, we recently got to, to chat properly. So it's nice to, to actually jump on the show. We didn't expect this. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm so glad to know that there's other big Disney fans out there like me. <laughs> <laughs> we're, so... not, we're not the only crazy no. Disney people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about before YouTube, because a lot of people know you for for many different reasons um but when i was researching it was really interesting to find bethany you're a singer which i think is fabulous and i think you have a gorgeous voice so thank you and and joe you used to work at a pub before you worked full-time as a youtuber so when did you guys feel that youtube was probably your next step for a possible business or job opportunity so so for me i was i was at university (laughs) and working in the pub while doing YouTube. So you can imagine how much free time I had, you know, while doing all of those three things. So um, like, I I always knew I was going to be making videos in some way, you know, like I was trying to get into like television at first, I was looking at films, you know, I was trying to look at all of the traditional things. And that was really at the same time as YouTube, you know, and YouTubers were kind of blowing up. And that just seemed like an option. And I kind of considered YouTube my work experience to practice making videos. But then it turned out that people just watched those videos. And I was like, you know, I can just skip all of the the middle work and I can just make videos. And, you know, I just was lucky enough to have my parents support me enough so I could, you know, say, you know, if you, you know, let me hang around for a little bit longer, you know, before, you know, leaving and getting a normal job, then, you know, I can put enough time into YouTube to make it a thing. And that was that was kind of the, the route that I went. Well, for me, mine, mine was like completely different, I think, because I've always had like a YouTube channel just doing different things. You know, I've had about, I don't know, five different YouTube channels doing completely different things. You know, I had like a little blogging one when I was young and then I had a music one and now obviously uh, with Squashy as the gaming channel it's completely different but it all happened for me um, with Squashy in particular where you know I left college and I wanted a game to play and then I started playing Minecraft and 
and I needed to learn how to play Minecraft. So I actually like seeked out YouTube videos and I saw that you could actually, you know, make a like a show like in a game. And that like really, really like entertained me. I was like, oh, this this is going to be fun. So then obviously, you know, I met Stampy through that. And it's just a really like nice platform. I think YouTube is because you can you know you can just have the freedom to do whatever you want and especially with like minecraft as well being a game where it's just so imaginative like that's what really pulled me towards doing youtube videos i love video games and i think with minecraft it's such a, an amazing opportunity for the creative reins to be handed to the audience members and i think that's why it's so popular this new generation is picking up on this opportunity to create so when you're creating how long does it take for a process of creating a specific uh, video or or something that is just maybe a vlog so so one of the, the great things about using minecraft is that like there's so many even just in terms of videos different genres of videos you can make just in minecraft you know obviously there's you know like tutorials there's kind of general gameplay stuff there's you know, things called machinima where you're basically just making a show inside of Minecraft. So the the length it takes to plan and set up just completely depends on what you're doing. So say if I'm just building a mini game, I'll just spend a lot of time kind of planning and designing the mechanics of the game, you know, and that takes a little, you know, a little while. But then if I'm doing, you know, a full story where I have people acting and, you know, I kind of have usually in my videos, it's not scripted in terms of dialogue, but I have everything kind of planned out that's going to happen. And there's a lot of editing, you know, then those videos, you know, could take a week, you know, on a, a single video. So it's, it's really hard to, to, to talk about exactly what the process is or, or how long it takes for a video, because, you know, some series I could do five, you know, episodes in a day and some I, you know, spend a week on just a single video. Yeah, I mean, it does like really come down to what kind of video you're doing. I mean, like with my the one song that I did called Jungle, which is what I did recently, that took me seven months to make. And then comparing that to, say, a video in my Just For Fun series where I literally just build in uh, like a creative mode in the game where you just have all the blocks like to yourself. And I don't need to talk in those videos. They literally just take, you know, the time it takes to do the video. But then it's highly edited. But, you know, it, it's completely, you know, judgmental on what kind of video you're making or what series you want to make really i think we're quite different from each other though like say if we're doing a video building something yeah. i would have kind of completely planned you know to the block exactly how it's going to be beforehand whereas you kind of like to to go in a little bit more loose and wild and kind of improvise during the video yeah and i think that comes down to like concert concentration levels i mean like you 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 can concentrate so much more on me so basically what stampy does is he he has like the picture of what he's going to build on the screen and he sends it to all of his helpers like in the game and then we we all have to build it that specific style that specific way so he can record he can literally record with one eye on the screen one eye like on the picture that he's doing and like copy it off there i can't do that like like I do plan like quite heavily my videos because I put all the items like in a specific area so I know what I'm building with. But then literally in video, it's pretty much just live because I just find it more fun just to go straight into just building and like, okay, like let's just see what my mind comes up with because I don't know what it's going to do, but let's just do it anyway. And like that can have good and bad sides to it. Sometimes it's a bit like, you know, mental block, but other times it, it's like, it leaves opportunity for just really silly things just to be creative. And that, that's what I like about it. But sometimes it's nicer to have, 
you know, Stampy's way of doing it as well, I guess. And you guys pertain to such a younger audience, which maybe not a lot of YouTubers do nowadays. Again, some of a lot of it is educational too. And you, you both work very hard to create these videos. You know, what is it like to interact with your your younger fans? So I think it's a very different relationship when your your fan base is so young. And, you know, it's, it's not only young. You know, there is it is a very wide mix. But yeah, I, I feel like, you know, across social media and kind of just any interaction, we, we're kind of closer to being the characters that we are in our videos compared to real life. You know, we're not, you know, tweeting saying, oh, I'm so angry because the car ran out of petrol. You know, we're not tweeting about real life things so much. And we're kind of, you know, we're, we're very conscious about what we say. And, you know, we... We don't have, you know, we don't, you know, ever private message our fans, you know, just because, you know, they are so young. We kind of, you know, in, in that way, it's not as, you know, um, direct of an interaction as, you know, kind of someone who's, you know, just being themselves and just, you know, chatting to, to people their age. So it's probably a little bit different to, to most YouTubers. But, you know, the, the amazing thing about, you know, YouTube is just that instant feedback. You know, as soon as you upload a video, you can just see the comments and you hear exactly what they're saying. And it's so, you know, that you never have any doubt in your mind what they want to watch. And, you know, if you uploaded a video that they didn't like, you know, you know, immediately that they didn't like it. You know, there's no, there's no middle ground. You're not waiting for reviews. You know, there's, you know, it, it's very obvious. And then, you know, we get to, to go to amazing events all the time. You know, we went to, to Minecon recently uh, in, uh, in Anaheim and that was amazing where, you know, you can, you know, meet 14,000 fans at the same time. And then that's really when it's most valuable for us because that's when, you know, instead of just seeing a comment, you know, we're seeing, you know, a family approach you and talk about, you know, the videos you uploaded last week. And and that's really the, the most special times for me when, you know, meeting fans in person. With us too, we didn't really, I don't know, I don't know about you, but not really setting out to have a younger audience. We just got that because we have quite childish minds anyway. And I think that because, you know, we come across as, you know, we are, well, well we, we are like quite friendly characters. We made these characters just to, to have fun and, you know, be quite universal. You know, there's no point in just swearing and stuff. Like we don't find that fun, you know, we just want to have fun with stuff. And that is why, you know, we've got that audience and it is fun to interact with them. I mean, I made, um, I made a Minecraft server called Quacktopia and it's literally, it's turned into this really amazing community of just, you know, kids, which are between the age of, you know, there can be like from the age of five, you know, or even younger to the ages like 16, you know, and they all play together. It's like this nice community and it's like encouraging them to have fun and build and you know i know some parents that play on it as well you know they they have like a really good time on it and then i can come in and interact with them as well you know as squishy because it's in game um and you know it's, it, i just think it's really fun and yes events as well they're really fun to go and interact with people um even those weird events because it is literally us rather than the characters we're like the character creators meeting people but you know again as we said before we call each other stampy and squishy anyway so you know it doesn't really make a difference for us um either it's, way. And I don't it's taken it over our lives <laughs> it really has you know because we met each other as stampy and squishy so it's it's really weird if i call him like joseph i mean i, I guess like 
you think you're in trouble if I'm calling you that. I don't know. <laughs> well, you just call me Miss Mr. Cat. Get over here. Mr. Cat, come here now. <laughs> yeah, but, but we're often asked, you know, like, oh, why did you target a younger demographic and stuff? We're like, we didn't. You know, we just made videos that we enjoyed making. You know, we were just a bit silly. And, you know, we realized that, you know, children were watching. So, you know, we just made sure our content, you know, was completely family safe. But it was really us just reacting to who was watching rather than thinking like, you know, make sure the kids are watching. You know, if we upload videos like this, you know, we're going to reach, you know, people like this. You know, that wasn't the aim at all. You know, and I think this is for a lot of YouTubers, it all kind of just happened. And, and this is the way respect, it ended you know, up. You have to respect the audience. You can't just like see that kids are watching. And I, I, like us morally, I think that's why we've gone for being very, very family friendly. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's just if kids are watching, you're not going to be doing anything horrible. I'm like, we're not those kind of people anyway. So it's not it's not like a tactical thing at all. Like you were saying, it's more, you know, like I prefer doing these kind of videos and the audience, you know, enjoy it as well. And parents, you know, they know it's safe. So I suppose it's very it's very Disney in that sense as well. I really I love how they, they formed Maker Studios, which you guys are partners uh, with the studios at this point. Why don't you talk about that partnership, how it officially became established? Yeah, so I, I actually, so because um, Disney acquired Maker Studios, I actually joined Maker Studios before Disney acquired them. So um, I was with them for, for about six months, I think, but before that happened. So, you know, for me, I was over the moon because, you know, obviously, you know, suddenly, you know, this company that I'm partnered with, you know, is now part of the Disney family. You know, and my first thought is, wow, you know, what what doors, you know, um, are, are these going to to open for for me? And it was also happening at the the time where we were, you know, deep in development of Wonder Quest, which is uh, kind of a it's, it's a separate channel, which, you know, I, you know, produce these videos with Maker Studios, which is uh, educational content. There's also an animated show that's part of that as well. And then this all kind of happened while, you know, that was being created at the the same time. So, you know, I. I couldn't have been happier, but you joined Maker, didn't you, Squashy, once it was already part of Disney, is that right? Uh, yeah, I think I did, I think, yeah, I <laughs> must have, because if you were six months ahead, yeah, because I, I joined uh, last year, I think, at the start of last year, um, and yeah, well, as soon as you, you know, see the name Disney anywhere, it's just like, oh, yay, you know, you get really excited about it, and I guess, like, it is about now what opportunities, you know, and at the moment, you know, we, we've got a few benefits from it, you know, going to Disneyland and stuff, which is like really, really fun, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I don't like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it's still quite, um, you know, early days, you know, with that. And obviously, like, I, I think it's great for Disney, you know, that they are, they see the value, you know, in, in that company, the value in, in kind of the, the online space and digital um, in terms of how it's kind of directly impacted us, you know, we've had lots of, you know, kind of the, the Disney benefits, benefits of going to the parks or, you know, getting invited to Disney premieres. So, you know, things like that on just a, a personal level are, you know, fantastic. And I think, you know, hopefully going forward, we're going to see a lot more of the, the benefits in terms of, you know, just the cool projects we could hopefully partner, you know, with with Disney on and, you know, hopefully make something really exciting and, and new. And just the people you meet as well. It's like so exciting just meeting these creators as well. And it's like, it's, it's an, I think it's going to be like a nice kind of just collaboration, really. And yeah, as you said before, like it being joined so closely now with, you know, the YouTubers as well from Maker Studios. I think that things can be made that are just 
you know, really, really cool. And I'm excited about that anyway. You know, you guys have made so many different things, so many different worlds. Um, if there was a specific Disney universe that you could build in Minecraft, what one in particular would you would you love to do? This might be a bit of a cheating answer, but I did play through an adventure map, which was based around Aladdin. And that that were really the cities looked amazing. And then there's the whole cave of wonders and, wow. and things. So so that that was a, a, a really impressive one. <laughs> that sounds like I a lot of fun. I even think something like, um, like a Zootopia or Zootropolis, um, depending oh. on where you are. Like, I think that could be a fun one, like as a recent one, because it's so close to, to Minecraft anyway, because in Minecraft, there's all of these different biomes all close together. Correct. And that's kind of what that film's all about. So I think that's one that would fit really well in Minecraft and you could be really fun with all of the, the animals. And then Wreck-It Ralph as well could be a, a cool one. You know, imagine a yeah. giant arcade and you could actually, you know, because you, <laughs> you could be tight, build, build everything mm -hmm. massive so you could actually go through the wires and kind of visit all of these retro games. I think that that would fit. The I think some kind of like downtown Disney would be really cool. Like do Ooh. a proper like downtown Disney theme and then you can literally just branch it out so it could be like, like not only downtown Disney, but like, like a, not like I was gonna say like a Disney World there, but like not <laughs> meaning actually Disney World. But yeah, you could like really expand it out. You can have like houses and stuff, but like sticking with that like the color scheme and just the the style of it. I think that would look really really cool. Oh, it'd yeah. be cool to create a world where it's just all of the Disney characters live there. So <laughs> yeah. not, not specifically one, but everyone's just houses in a row, and then a, a house themed around you know what you think their house like would be town. like. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like that that yeah. would be really cool. And it's pretty great because uh, you guys had heard that you were going to be featured in Times Square, by the way. I wanted to go back to WonderQuest. And yes. Amazing. You know, what was that feeling like to finally, you know, see that? <laughs> that, was, that was, well, so we never, so I mean, the plan was to, because we, it was when we were doing our trip to Minecon was to, to stop off uh, you guys and uh, and New York, you know, on the way back, but we just in the end we just didn't have time. So I never I never saw the one Times Square in person. I saw a lot of pictures of it though, but there were there were a few up in um in Los Angeles as well. So we got to uh, to to see them. So that was it was crazy because we were just there on the map and we you know we got sent where the billboards were and we were just hunting them and it was just weird like <laughs> tracking them down and then just the first time when it emerged from behind a tree I was like oh that's like that's my character like, up there and then we were to jump out and have like pictures by it so that was you know like it seemed like such a real thing like the problem with doing everything online is sometimes you know you know it's real and you know it's real people watching and you know but it just doesn't sometimes it just doesn't feel real because there's nothing physical there it just feels like <laughs> yeah. data sometimes but to actually see you know a giant you know billboard on the street that you know anyone driving past you know is seeing that was yeah, you know like it was real life <laughs> yeah it was an amazing experience and i know you're working on so many new projects would you like to talk about some of them on the show so our listeners can uh, go ahead and check out yeah sure so i mean wonder quest season two has just wrapped up um there are going to be a few extra videos. So, so there's the main episode, which we kind of say it's our Saturday morning cartoon. Then there's I Wonder, the animated show. Uh, but then we've also, um, it might be quite fun to talk about, started doing some 360 videos. So basically you can look in any direction you want. And so we have a few of them coming out and they're, they're uh, pretty seasonal. So uh, there's a, a Halloween one that came out recently. There's going to be a Christmas one uh, as well, as well as a few others. So uh, they're really cool because... We created all of these amazing sets in WonderQuest. And one of the other good things is we actually release them as maps. So, you know, people watching them can, you know, in Minecraft, you know, play through what we did. But then also we've created like 
these these maps where you can kind of fly through them or you know like have a roller coaster ride through them and in a 360 video you can kind of turn and look all the way around you which is you know something that would obviously be much harder to do in you know even in animation you know let alone live action so uh, there's a bunch of those episodes that are still going to be coming out soon on the the wonder quest channel and also another good thing to mention i know obviously you know you're you know, the, your audience listening to this are, are probably slightly older than, than most of our audience. Um, so I do also have a, a second channel where uh, it's where we upload the vlogs. And also I do some behind the scenes videos of kind of how I've created some of my videos. So, you know, if you do have an interest in kind of what we do and, you know, how we do it. Uh, yeah, may, maybe some of them might be quite interesting. So that's my main channel is called Stampy Longhead. That's where, you know, most of the Minecraft and gaming content is. And then behind the scenes things and, and vlogs. And I also have a series called uh, Let's Talk where I just talk about a real life sub subject for a bit. You know, I've done a lot of kind of like hopefully helpful videos talking about, you know, dealing with, you know, stress or, you know, time management or how to get ideas and also kind of more in-depth things about my videos. So Absolutely. And I cannot thank you both enough for coming on the show. And as you already know, you've listened to my interviews. I end each interview with the same three Disney questions I always ask, and I call them the Fab Three. So we'll start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater? So my first ever film I saw in a movie theater was Lion King. So that has to be Lion King for me. I think I was too young to see Lion King in the movie theater, but that is my favorite <laughs> film. Um, I think the one that I saw in movies was Pirates of the Caribbean, and that's like been obsessive for me. And my goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Oh, I should really plan ahead for these answers. Um, I really like Woody. I really like Woody um, from, from Toy Story. I, th I think I'd get along with him. I think me and Kiara she's really adventurous and like I think when I was growing up she was a bit of a role model for me you know and just you know I, I think we would be we would get along and, and our Mickey question what Disney song comes to mind when I mention you know what would be one of your favorites or just one that you're thinking of right now I, I went straight back to Lion King I went I went to I know, like I did Matata. As well. <laughs> oh you went for a good reason because we spoke about Akuna Matata earlier yeah maybe that's, maybe that's why fine. maybe maybe it was just in my head so when I just thought of a, of a song, well, I, I think I that and, then, and Prince Ali came into my head as well. Prince <laughs> Ali! <laughs> my mind, because I spoke about Criara, I'm thinking of, um, oh, like, Love Can Find A Way, that one. Oh, I love, I love that, that one too. <laughs> I know. That's going to be in my head now. Like, those songs so always romantic. get stuck in my head. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I really hope we can have you back to talk more. And thank you again. <laughs> it was great fun. Thanks for having us on. And let us know ne next time you're on Minecraft and you want someone to play with, let us know as well. <laughs> Bush all along! 